Hey everyone, this is IK Grande with Demystifying Gay Porn. I wanted to thank you very much for listening to the Demystifying Gay Porn podcast, available wherever you get your podcast, as well as YouTube, where you can watch our interviews, click the like button, click the subscribe button, you can click the bell notification so that way you know exactly when we're uploading new stuff. And as always, I encourage you to leave questions, comments, insults, whatever be the case. Just remember to click subscribe. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is I.K. Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped to get off. And uh, so has my guest today, uh, who is, um, well, let's face it, he's a porn star. Uh, he's definitely helped you get off. Uh, he is a content creator. He is a script writer as well. He is a tarot card reader on YouTube. Uh, well, a tarot card reader, but also has a channel on YouTube. Uh, please help me welcome Adam Russo yet again. I appreciate you being on. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Hello to all of you out there. Yeah. You, um, you were uh, one of the most popular episodes on the podcast last year. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. Thank you again yeah, yeah. for all of you listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are people I'm getting, listening. I'm getting to my show, Yoga. <laughs> I, well, you know, you, we forget because, you know, you, um, you you go about your daily life and you, you, you do something like this and then you just sort of forget about it and just move on. Yeah. You know? You're like, you know, it was a great experience, but you're just like, you know, you forget people that are actually listening. <laughs> yeah, no, I put I put the podcast up. And I'm like, okay, good. You know, like this is yet another thing I'm doing, yet another thing that has a deadline. So I put it up and after the deadline's done, I do the promos and stuff. And then it's not until I start hearing from people that I realize, oh, why? that's right. There's more content up there. So I I get what you're saying. Um, So last we spoke, it was um, December 2019. And we were talking about 2020 and 2020 being a fucking awesome year. And then... The shit hit the fan. The shit hit the fan. And <laughs> what the fuck happened? Adam Russo. It kind of hit the sham, hit, hit the fan before, just a few days before. Remember, if you remember correctly, my, my ex, my now ex. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was not pretty. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was not good. You know, somebody you, you thought you were going to marry turns out to be nothing but a full bit of lies. Yeah. Uh, and deception. Uh, not good. That sucks. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry anyway. to hear that. Yeah. yeah so that was, um, but that was, but the thing is, it was just basically a whole year of healing, moving on, changing. And I, I have to admit, you, you know, with COVID, um, thankfully, and I do, I, I, I thank the universe and that I was just actually got busier with everything I was mm-hmm. doing. And it was just kind of amazing. Um, it was almost like a shield of protection in, in certain ways. Um, I had another person come into my life who I tried to be partners with and we were both still healing at the time too. And that didn't, um, it didn't quite work out because he's a great guy. In fact, I just saw him today. We worked out together. Mm -hmm. He's got a gym now. Uh, he lives down the street, but he, uh, it it just, it, it, you know, we were, we were both healing and I was recovering like someone like almost met someone this time, but this person for almost five years Mm -hmm. and I was still going through it. And he moved here for me from Fort Lauderdale and great guy. And I was just like, as I was healing, I was like, Whoa, I'm just not there. I'm like, not there. And I hate that because he is such a great guy. He moved here for me the whole bit. And the good thing is the good end is he he lives down the street. He's got a new partner. We're best, best buddies. It all worked out. We even went to therapy for a few sessions to sort of work any things out that we had, which I totally highly recommend for anybody who's going to be having issues to deal with, you know, because it, it, it's, um, it's good for somebody who completely doesn't know the two of you mm-hmm. to really sort of sit down and sort of work out any issues you might have. So it was beautiful. It was, yeah. really, it, it was worth the money. That's cool. And I'm glad that you guys can be friends. You know, a lot of times uh, mm-hmm. you, you have two great people and they're just not great together in certain senses, but they're good in other aspects or great in other uh, parts yeah. of each yeah. other's lives. So yeah. yeah, you are going to be my first podcast uh, in the Biden administration or in the Biden presidency. 
Right? How exactly. The, how the uh, fuck does that feel? Like we are we are now recording this on what is ten to twelve hours before Trump leaves office. Yeah. Um yeah. it's been it's been a wild ride. Um yeah, it has. I the the weird thing is is that I Obviously, I'm affected. We're all affected, but I yet, and strangely, I'm not mm-hmm. in certain ways. I'm kind of um, because I see sort of the bigger picture of things, and um, to me, the whole Trump episode, unfortunately, had to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing I think with the COVID thing had to happen because I think people were so <laughs> so people were not seeing the big picture. We're just not getting it. There, there had to be a wake up call for so many people. It exposed a lot of things with the Trump era and, and showed really the stark contrast between so so much. And I think that had to be brought out because, you know, so many people who thought they had rights or at least litigated to have rights or, or, or things, gay, black, Hispanic, whatever it, it may be, did on paper, but still all of this backlash and everything else from it, but it was always in there you know what i mean mm-hmm. and now it brought it had to bring all to the surface and it brought so much shit to the yeah <laughs> you know i remember you and, talking about this this is true yeah it's you almost it had to happen yeah basically so hopefully now we're on like a road to recovery the only thing that worries me a little bit is that even though it's a new president i'm a little worried that he's still a little attached too much to the oligarchs and yeah. things but yeah we're going to see how it goes. We're going to see how it goes. I mean, those pitchforks are going to get real sharp real fast. <laughs> if something's not done, yeah. I'm just well, like, <laughs> you know, I, I feel you. I, I honestly, you know, one of the biggest, the biggest things that I, I dislike about this whole process right now with uh, this past election was it got to the point where, you know, I always felt like I had a protest vote if I ever needed to. And, this past, you know, 2016 kind of showed you, hey, if you, you keep protesting these votes, an idiot can get voted into office. And, you know, so I feel like that luxury has been taken away from me. And I don't think that it's going to get any better. Unfortunately, I think, you know, third parties, they're just going to, bro, not going to, they barely exist yeah. now. So, um, I mean, I, I, I well, don't it's know. Always it exists in other countries very yeah, well. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> It's just it's been it's been embedded in into us that uh, since the nineties. Remember, because we had Ross Perot, we right. had uh, yeah. Ross Perot two times, ninety two and ninety six, I think. Um, well, it's the same. It's the same coin, just as flip side. Yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> I interviewed. <laughs> I did a documentary uh, in my uh, my moonlighting gig, and I interviewed uh, Noam Chomsky. And I asked him, "Oh, nice!" <laughs> and I was like, "What do you think about the two party, uh, the a third party?" And he's like, "Well, how about a second party?" Because <laughs> he's like, "They're so inter- they're Hello. so intertwined." That's absolutely true. <laughs> it is so freaking true. It's so freaking true. So yeah, it's so true. So yeah, so true. I, I, I I so respect that man. He's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. As I'm looking at you now too, I also realize that. Uh, this is the set for your um, your YouTube channel where you read cards. Yes, and if, I'm sorry I didn't bring the other lighting in to give me a oh, little please, more light. Oh, please, don't worry. Like, no, you look great. You look great. I completely forgot. <laughs> Usually I'm a little more lit, people, when I do my tower readings, but I was like, oh, just turn on the light. Like, no, you're very well. You're dark. evenly lit. You're good. Don't worry. <laughs> you, you look good. Yeah, Are you on an iPhone 12 Max? Uh, not yet. I am going to get one soon. It's okay. the last version. Yeah. Once that was, I this looks remember. great. So once you, <laughs> I can only imagine I, I got the 12 max because I figured I could use it for podcasting. I bought gimbals. I bought, mm-hmm. I upped my game a little bit when it came to, to the podcast right. and stuff. So, but yeah, once you get your iPhone 12, you're going to love it. It's, it's barely a camera. It's All barely right. a phone anymore at this point. It's just equipment. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it great. really is. Yeah. It really is. I find it all the time. It's like, it's, it's nutsy, but you know, we so much rely on the technology for it. Um, and we just saw my, my friend who was staying with me. He's like, I, I was just saying, I just, because I'm a nerd. I'm a geek and a nerd. I really am. I seriously am. I'm like, I'm watching National Geographic shows yeah. and like, oh, the deep sea, blah, blah, blah. You know, so they were doing the, the one of the shows was on Singapore. And I've been to Singapore. I was in Singapore for two weeks many years ago. And it's such a beautiful city. 
But they were talking about because it is an island city, how restrained it is with resources and land and everything else. And what they're doing technologically wise, mm-hmm. I was like, friggin' amazing. I was like, why are we not doing this here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like seriously, it's crazy. Crazy. I said, all the, the technology exists. They're just like starting to implement it. And that's what we need to start doing here too. Big changes have to happen all over the world. Yeah. We can't live the way we're living now. You're talking, are you talking in the, in this country in particular or all over the world? I'm talking about the entire world. Okay. We can't use the resources we're doing. We can't use the land that we're doing the way we're doing it. The, the poisons, the GMOs, the, the political systems are not working. Mm-hmm. Nothing is working. It all needs an overhaul. Mm-hmm. All of it. Energy sources, the whole thing. And there's a lot of innovation. I was watching this and I was like, thank God a small island nation is figuring out these things mm-hmm. because they have to, because yeah. they have, they have, that's what they have. And I'm just like, and they're not controlled by all these oligarchs. And they're yeah. really seriously thinking about the people that live there. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you. when you're actually concerned about your citizens. Yeah, <laughs> I know it sucks. It sucks. Uh, I was, I was just doing a podcast the other day and it was, um, Danny blue who's out in, um, Iowa now, but, uh, was in Las Vegas for a while, was in LA for a while. And um, it got really political real quick. And and yeah, we were talking about the fact that we, uh, this country and, and we'll get political for a little bit, but this country and Republicans, <laughs> they, they, they have mastered political science. And the mm-hmm. fact that you can get your people, your flock to vote against their interests because a lot of times it is very against their interests. It's ah, so, so true. It's, yeah, so true. it's, it's yeah. if you were on, if we, if this was a, Hey, you win or we win, you lose like a football game or something. Very different story, but this is people's lives. It's very different. It's not a game. It shouldn't be a game. And, and it totally is a game. Yeah. It, so it's really, it's really quite sad. And, and the good thing about it is also so much of this stuff is being exposed, but yet you still have this, you know, minority basically that's still so, I don't know where their mind is really. Mm-hmm. Cause they don't see the picture. Yeah. They stormed the Capitol and I was like, okay, I mean, that was really well thought out. I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well thought out. Like how do you think that was going to end? Yeah. I kind of, I kind of felt like they um, walked, they walked in there and they kind of just, it was almost like they were like, okay, well, what do we do now? Like when they were taking all these pictures yeah. and they had no, well, yeah, they had a plan, well, yeah, but exactly. it was kind of like, all right, well, we got in. We didn't expect to get in. And now what? Yeah. Like, it, I'm just like, how did you think that? Yeah. And of all know. times to not wear a mask too. <laughs> like you. I, I, it, it, it was just the whole demonstration of it. I'm just like, okay. I remember seeing one woman, she's interviewed. She's like, well, it's a revolution. They, they threw us out. And I'm like, what did you think they were going to do? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen, have make dinner for you, order out? Like yeah. what, yeah. what did you think, yeah. sweetheart? And if it's you saying it's a revolution, your forefathers, trust me, had a harder time of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little confused. Yeah. Read your history. Read your history, first of all. Read your histories. And I mean by actual books, not like the fucking, uh, not, I do my own, I do my own. Yeah. I have my own sources. I do my own research. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, the the internet's great for some things, but it also has a lot of other stuff. Oh yeah. It it definitely has information. It's opened a lot of, uh, different avenues for people to get information, be it right or wrong. So I am yeah. right there with you. Yeah. And it's open and for so, porn. And that's the thing too about that is that you know, the internet is a spiritual thing, but it also has to you use your logic. Mm-hmm. Um, you still see me? Yeah, I can see you. You look great. You're breaking Hello. up a little bit, but can you see me? There you go. There I am. Here I am. <laughs> we just lost each other for a second. That's yeah. That's uh, we lost each other. Oh, poor connection. There that's big tech One must be listening in on our conversation. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past it. A certain keywords and already go off. Yeah. I mean, come on. We already know the technology is listening in. Oh God. There are so many times I'm, I'm looking through my phone and, 
Yeah, the advertisements at this point, like when they're coming at you, when you've looked something up and they're appearing on your feed on Facebook and on Instagram, it's fucking crazy. Crazy. Yeah. But they don't, they don't just do it for a while. Like even if you bought the item that you were looking at, it's still years later. They're still, I'm like, so I'm over that already. <laughs> Get a grip. <laughs> Stop yeah. sending me cup holders for my car. That was a fad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only need one. <laughs> Oh boy, you are too funny. You are uh I I saw your your Twitter page. You're mm-hmm. a little more active than you were last year? Or Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. What's... Um only because well I, I had to increase my only chance with friends. And I also at the time too, I was wondering if I was because I'm also a, a mainstream actor and mm-hmm. you know, writing now T V series and whatnot, I was like was this going to hinder that? And I kind of wasn't as invested in my OnlyFans, Just for Fans pages. And then I was like, you know what? No, why? And thank God they were there because that's what's gotten me through this quarantine. I mean, thank God for my fans and all that because this is what has gotten me through the quarantine. Mm-hmm. If I, I couldn't collect unemployment either because I've been a, a, a solo contractor for so long. So, I would be out in the street, basically. <laughs> so you, if it wasn't for porn! Yeah. Yay for porn! Isn't it crazy? It all comes back to porn. All comes back to porn. Yeah. I remember 2000, the, yeah, the recession of 2009, I remember asking my boss at the time, hey, are, are we going to be in trouble? He's like, no, we're fine. And it was one of the first times I, I saw my friends lose their jobs. I saw so much shit. And I was like, fuck, man, people really like porn. Porn definitely gets them through a lot of shit. And OnlyFans yeah. skyrocketed, just for fans skyrocketed. What was it like? Because you're in LA, um, mm-hmm. and you're well. I'm not going to say it was the epicenter first. I think that's epicenter. No joke was like 20 miles from where I am. What it, right. you guys became an epicenter almost in in the summer or the end of the summer? It, um, well, they say that the virus was here in 2019 of November, and I actually. You know, I, I totally agree with that. That was the, the official that it was here already in November of 2019. Because I had a lot of friends that were sick. I even got sick. I know I had it as well because I had this weird sort of throat thing. I didn't get a fever, but I was like tired because everybody gets it differently. Mm-hmm. You know, some people get it majorly. If you have other, if you have other health issues, of course you're going to be. It really hits you hard, much harder. And that's where a lot of these deaths are coming from. People who have other major conditions who aren't healthy, who are like more of the elderly. Yeah, there's some younger, but they're also forgetting to say, what is this other person doing? I remember one person that um, my friend knew, and it was a white party thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the guy was a doctor, died. Oh, and they put it, oh, he died of going to white party. I said, yeah, but they're also forgetting to mention that he was also doing that. Okay. They conveniently yeah. let that out. So it's also what you're you're putting into your body. Of course, like a healthy body is going to be able to fight an infection better than an unhealthy body. Of course, I mean, just like plain science. So you know, seeing this happen, I had friends that were sick for quite some time, and nobody knew what it was at that time. You know, and they got over it and they were fine. But um, yeah, so it was here for quite a while, and you know, we did the lockdown as instructed in March, and then a resurgence. But I'm just like, I, I, I know the virus is real. I know it exists. I have a friend who works as a nurse in the ICU for Cedars. And it's a matter of like, okay, if all of the social distancing and, 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 and mask wearing work, then why do we have any resurgence again? It's like, uh, my father got it too. He was a big mask wearer. He must, my father's like 74 years old. And, and I said to him, I said, how are you doing? He's not watching Game of Thrones. First time watching it. He was very behind. But <laughs> he caught it very quickly. But he was fine. He was okay. It was just like, you know. So I'm not like, it, it's not quite the bufonic plague, mm-hmm. you know, you know, where it hits everyone, boom, boom, boom. And it's also not an HIV thing where you get it and it's yeah, more of a death, death sentence, sentence. Especially yeah. the HIV crisis. Mm-hmm. So... I, I, I'm kind of at this point kind of wondering, okay, what, what, what are we doing? Because so many other people are now hurting in the process of yeah. doing this quarantine, cutting down, that you have people that are going to be homeless soon, no jobs, people that are going to be out in the street because, oh yeah, because that means that's real healthy, being out in the street. Um, 
so many other problems <laughs> that this has generated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where is that two thousand dollars stimulus check for these people? Where is it? Yeah. Why are you not? What this shouldn't have been a no-brainer. It should have gone out a long time ago. Yeah. You have people that could barely afford a four hundred to five hundred dollar emergency, and now, like, what? What are you people doing? I, I don't understand. It's just, and as far as the overflow in the hospitals, why isn't the military sending out their their tents? They do that on the front lines. Set up the hospital. Yeah. Like, it, this is no-brainer. I I didn't go to Harvard, people, but I can certainly figure this out better than you can. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's definitely been a lot of shitty mistakes that cost uh, a lot of people either their lives or their their livelihood. You know, you kind of, you know it exists. I know it exists because of where I came from. I know the people in mm-hmm. in the town where I, I grew up. And, you know, if you if you know where uh, where it is or where it hurts the most, you kind of can recognize it. And you know that, you know, as bad as it might be for you, or, you know, somebody that you know that's on unemployment or something like that. There's definitely mm. people out there that don't have that, uh, like you said, you know, not even $400 for an emergency. These people, exactly. these people, you know, one of them has to go, they both have to go to work. Their kids need daycare. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's very fucked up. It's very fucked up. So, you know, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, that is one of the reasons why OnlyFans just for fans blew up like crazy during the content. Why, you know, people are there you know, having sex on camera for these cam shows, I mean, because people freaking need money. Mm-hmm. It was not a great economy to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, like, you've just taken basically their, their little bit of work that they had. You know, you have yeah. working poor. You have people going to work and can't afford a place to live. Like, I, I, that just boggles my mind. Yeah. These are not lazy people. These are people trying to work. Yeah, yeah. There's something very wrong with the system. It's just blatant all over the place. So what do you think, what do you think it would change? What do you think it would take to change the system? I kind of have my own answer, but I'm curious. I, I would love to know uh, what you would think. Uh, I mean, so many different systems. <laughs> let's say, um, first of all, I mean, Get, 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 I mean, let's talk about some basic changes. First of all, Electoral, electoral College needs to go. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. That is not a democracy. You do not have a democracy. Somebody else can rule upon your vote. Mm-hmm. No. One man, one person, one vote. That's it. Done. Get rid of the, also, the DM, uh, the, the, both the Republicans and Democrats have their super delegate. Mm-hmm. Those need to go, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same thing as Electoral College. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go. Bye. Open up to third-party situations as well. I don't think there should be a president that's like harking back to the kings and queens of yore. I think it should be a council of 13. Keep, keep the rest of Congress, but have a council of 13. True. Have like maybe a couple of people, sp- you know, spokespeople going to different countries, kill many different, about to one time. <laughs> maybe it's like, they'll all be, you know, kind of, then that it should be more of that. The, um, the oligarchies get all the rid of the, uh, the people trying to buy the senators and everything else out the door. And you need to get rid of the oligarchs. I'm sorry. No one should be a billionaire. Because in the, the, the day of like, oh, make America great again, in the 50s, are thinking, that was when the middle class came up. You know mm-hmm. why the middle class came up? Because the tax are being taxed quite high mm-hmm. at a certain price point. If you made above this mark, they would, try, they would tax you 70 to 90% mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. So what it did is put the money back into the economy, into the, the regular people's hands that were working. And then that was slowly dismantled over time. By Republicans and Democrats. Build, put oh, into yes. system by, by them, and then broken down by, by them. Yeah. Bill Clinton did the same. Yes, stuff. he did. Do your, yes, do your he research, did. People, yeah. do your research. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Like vote Democrat. No, vote <laughs> the right person. In is what you need to do. Bill Clinton. You really need to look. Yeah, Bill Clinton was a, our first, uh, our first middle of the road or centrist president. If you think about it, like he was the one that they were like, okay, well, he's a Democrat, but he's not really a Democrat. You know. <laughs> Oh, well, hello, Biden. If you look yeah. at Biden's track record during the Senate, he's a Republican. Yeah, I, well, Hillary, all of them. I think that there's yeah. um, there's I mean, definitely a shift where if you were to look at a chart of the political spectrum, um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely more right than left. I mean, Bernie Sanders just looks like oh, a yeah. leftist, but he's more of a Democrat from the 60s and the 50s than oh. 
Yeah. Yes. 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 Hey, remember Mike Gravel? He was he was fucking nuts, but he was he was a Democrat. He was he, he's yeah. like you know this is what we need to do. Yeah. yeah. It's funny too because like when FDR came in and put in like social security and all these programs, and he didn't want health care for everybody. He didn't quite get that. Um, but he told basically he did, he came from a wealthy family himself. Mm-hmm. He was not a poor man. Mm-hmm. Came from wealth again, but he told the you know the people that were in control, the Rockefellers and everybody else. He said, "If you don't, if we don't do this, they're going to come with you with pitchforks. You understand that, right? <laughs> Same thing's going to happen now, people. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. It's like you think Black Lives Matter was a bad riot. Wait, <laughs> wait. Yeah. I always, you know, that's always been, in my opinion, the uh, the shining light." at the end of, of every, everything is how much will people take before they're finally like, you know what? No, this is fucked up, but it takes a lot of people. It takes a lot of people for, for that. You'd appreciate it. The enlightenment, you know, like there has to be that aha moment uh, where it's like, okay, well, no, we have to do something. We have to change and we all have to work together. It's just, where is that? What's going to happen? It's like, everyone's going to be very happy that Biden's in and Trump is out. Yay. 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 I think that's going to, for a while, probably a good six months, that that energy will float on the thing. Now, <laughs> if Biden was talking about fish in the start trying to maybe get the economy, but words are cheap, sweetheart. Words are cheap. Action is needed. Mm. So are we going to actually see action? Because if you don't, I feel that sort of bubbly fizziness that everyone's feeling right now, it's going to be over in six months. Mm. Give it six months. And if it doesn't, things don't change, if they really don't try to do stuff for the people and really try to redo things, I don't know, but it's not going to be pretty, that's all I can say. Yeah, I feel, I, I, to add to your point, you know, you said everything's nice and bubbly and stuff because Biden's in office. It's only a matter of time before somebody tries to out crazy Trump and is out there trying to grab the base in 222 or 2022 and 2024 mm-hmm. or so. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it's we're and not Trump out of the park. We're not out of the woods yet. No, we're not. Trump was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Trump was no Hitler, thankfully, because mm. Hitler was actually yeah, a he genius. was a smart. <laughs> he was a smart yeah. guy. Um, Trump, stupid. Yeah, thankfully, but there will be somebody else that will take Trump's place if things don't change. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you know there should be a lot of these things that they were always talking about in the news where. Oh, well, it's a courtesy that they give to each other. You don't really expect it. I feel like those things need to be executive orders, especially if you're going to be a president. If you're going to try to be a president, let's hear your tax returns, no matter what. Although I always thought, you know, if you wanted to be president, you should have definitely served in one of the armed forces. I feel like that's, that should be a prerequisite. Not being a yeah, lawyer. You can be, be a lawyer. Helpful. That's fine. But I think that you need to know how the, the military works before uh, you're a businessman in, you know, in the seat yeah. of the commander in chief. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on. The man is in there. The man's a complete narcissist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I get it to certain times because people just wanted to throw, you know, a, a, a bomb into the, into the system. Basically yeah. that's what he was. Yeah. And I think that's, people, yeah. Because, yeah. And that's the thing is like Trump was uh, an effect he wasn't the reason. He was the effect of what mm-hmm. was happening with these people's lives mm-hmm. because they are not working. Their jobs are going to recede. No one gives a sh- uh, you know, and that's about them. Can I just curse here? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcasts yeah, are the wild west. <laughs> I don't know because I also have done podcasts for my carol readings and that too, and I just don't, I don't want to like, but then I'm just me. So I'm like, and those things are just words, but yeah, whatever. But it's just, it's funny because it, he is, uh, he's not. He's just an effect of what the heck what people are feeling. They're just not, not having jobs, not working. It's that give people a decent job working. Most most people do not want to be billionaires or millionaires. They don't. Mm-hmm. All they want is a nice home that they can take care of, take care of their family, go on a vacation maybe once in a while, and enjoy their life. They're not interested mm-hmm. in fucking millions of dollars or billions of dollars. Most people just want to be content, mm-hmm. happy. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's really it. I mean, it's not that strong. It's like, it's not that difficult, you know, and not to be, you know, if they do get sick, they're not spending their entire life saving mm-hmm. because now they have to get well. Mm-hmm. 
many things wrong with the system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah. It's just not good. So it drives me crazy, but what I try not to do is I really don't watch the news. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta get out of that habit. I sometimes work and I have something playing in the background and it used to be, I'm not gonna lie. It used to be conspiracy theory documentaries, but you can't even watch those anymore. Cause they're so conspiracy theories are crazy now. Like before it was like, it was nice to, I'm not, you can cuddle up to a nice conspiracy theory documentary and just be like, Oh, that's interesting. Maybe that's true. Now it's fucking crazy. It's all Jesus y and all like it's, yeah, uh, QAnon I, has managed Quinon to take. Or QAnon yeah. or whatever that was. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and it was funny too, because they were trying to work it into the spiritual community and I'm like, yeah. oh boy. Well, see, okay. yeah, I saw they have this thing. And I got into it with a couple of QAnon uh, conspiracy theorists. And <clears throat> remember when, remember when conspiracies were like, uh, the rich are eating babies, and the rich are trying to, uh, you know, control us. There are overlords and the billionaires and the trillionaires and all these people that have a whole bunch of money. The um, the Rothschilds and all of these, they they have now made it so that the Democrats are the only people that are, you know, trying to kill off and, and the pedophiles and eating kids. And but they were trying to flip the script every time they're trying to flip, they're trying to find a new scapegoat scapegoat. And it is the wealthy that are, I mean, they have a meeting every, the Bilderberg every meeting. Year. Is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. With only the ultra wealthy are allowed, like the ultra ultra wealthy. <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't think you're planning and scheming, because guess who owns most of everything that you own? It's a few people. Yeah. Like, seriously, and everything you buy, and everything, like, Ooh, you don't Adam get that. Adam Russo, Just watch your history. <laughs> watch your history. Go learn your friggin' history. Oh, yeah. It's like, people's, that just doesn't change. You have people, they do it on their wraps and their covers, mm -hmm. that you don't really know. So they're pulling strings, babe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We don't even those get people to, want to stay in power. Yeah, we don't. We don't even get to see those people. We see everybody like you know. That's I, I the smart of it. They the, don't. They yeah. shield themselves with so many layers. Yeah, the lower and the it. lower level or the layer that we get to see is like the president, the prime minister, exactly. <laughs> like the people that we're like, oh wow, you know, let's let's strive to be them. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> oh man, look at that! Half an hour in, and we haven't even spoken about getting naked yet. <laughs> but but I, I love it. Know. I love okay. it. No, no, I love it. I, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> see, this is this is this is absolutely what it's about. You know, like I enjoy. You know, you're not just all about taking your pants off and pulling your dick out, or you know, waving your ass in the air and stuff. There's so much more to you, Adam Russo. Let's talk a little bit about your um your tarot reading. How did you get into tarot? Oh, um, that was the first breakup with the. Mm, the ex of now five years and it was uh and we got back together mm -hmm. and i started having my spiritual awakening and i started listening to other tarot readers only because the one i was listening to my my uh, the guy that i was always going to for like maybe two readings a year i he was my therapist and i would say about 97 percent of the things that he said came true and i think i'm like oh that's never gonna happen and it happened and i was like okay wow so I started listening to other tarot readers too to up my energy, to keep myself in a positive space, to, um, to, to keep my energy up and to sort of heal myself and look within because that was all part of that journey. So it, you know, when you talk to a therapist or you, you know, a psychiatrist, whoever you're talking to, and I, it's funny too because I just had a friend, uh, or excuse me, not a friend, but uh, a client who I read their cards for. And he said, yeah, I went to a therapist. And I said, I said, sweetheart, therapists are great. I've been to a couple myself, they're wonderful. I said, but you still need to do the work yourself. You need to do the homework, basically. So that means you need to start looking in and start really work, reworking the things that need to be readjusted. And I said, one of the things I said, make sure you record yourself of the things that you want in your life and how you want to be, and then play it in the evening when, I mean, when you're sleeping. Because mm -hmm. what you need to do is rewrite your subconscious. Because from age... Like when you're born to five, seven years old, you're basically recording, recording everything, the bad, the good, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. And that's ingrained. And now you have to change a lot of those particular viewpoints and habits. 
to really manifest and start seeking good vibe and energetic things. It took me, I'm 53 now, and it took me so long to realize not to worry about money or income, that it was going to be okay. It took me that long. And now that I don't worry about it, money just comes in. Yeah, it just happens. Like, things just come in. And I'm just like, I am, but the thing is always living in a state of gratitude for it. Um, when you're actually sort of co-creating with the universe, it things, more things come to you. Like if you're in gratitude, the universe just keeps giving you more. It's like when you're in fear and doubt and everything else, that's exactly what you keep getting back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what you put down. <laughs> so, you know, if, if you just look at it, it's just all energy. Everything is energy. Table, the seat, everything. Oh, yes. So, and you, you're talking, and scientists know this. Everybody, like you just, I'm not even talking about like going way out there. If you look at quantum theories and string theories and scientists and what they know and most, it's all there. They're already already learning all this and they're discovering more and more. It's like, so I'm not talking like, <laughs> it's like there are real things you can measure, real things you understand. It's like, you know, and this is the reason too, is like the dumbing down of America, which was orchestrated by the Rockefellers, basically one of his famous quotes. I don't, I don't want intellects. I want workers. Yeah. Uh, um, that's a bad, that's a sad thing because you need you need levels of intelligence. You need to move beyond that mm-hmm. because what's the next thing you're going to do? If you can't go dig in a coal mine, if you can't sit in the factory and put A and B together, then what do you do? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do for work? There are plenty of things to do because everybody wants work is important because it puts a sense of reality, a sense of uh, being wanted and needed yeah. in someone's life. And I'm not saying overwork yourself on that, but I'm saying it's important. You know, we're, 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 we're social beings. We're animals like that. We need mm-hmm. work and play. To feel it productive. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, um, now that you, uh, you mentioned all energy, I got to share something with you. Uh, and I know you'll appreciate it, but uh, I don't know. It was about a month or two ago. I got really high. Uh, only on pot. <laughs> Only we, uh, <laughs> but I was really high and, you know, I've, I've been having these thoughts recently where you watch a movie, right? And I've watched it a couple times or you watch stuff and there's such a sense of familiarity with almost everything that I've seen uh, to the point where it's almost like, oh, I've been there before. Or, oh, I've done this before. I've done there's so much going on that eventually, like I started asking myself and this is, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's probably more of the scarier moments are when I'm lying in bed and I'm going, going to sleep and I'm just like thinking of the bigger picture, but just to bring it back to energy, I'm like, dude, all we are is matter commingling. I know it sounds crazy. I haven't smoked anything today. Uh, cause I was like, no, I have to be, I was like, I have to be on it. I'm talking to Adam Russo today. I have to be on it. <laughs> so, cause my boyfriend was like, Oh, I was going to have you smoke. And I was like, no, not yet. <laughs> but that would be an experience. So I'm not going to lie. That would be an amazing experience. But yeah, um, this idea of, you know, even, even the, the term, like when someone's like, what's the matter, what's the matter? Like, it's such a big thing that we've made so insignificant almost, but matter and how we all commingle with everything in the world. Like there's no separation. The only separation is the illusion of separation that we've created. It's fucking nuts. It it drives me crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm glad I had to get that out there and I had to share that with you. I appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, even the emptiness of space still has dark matter in it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's not, no, there's stuff there. It's like, there is no, It's just in different forms, but it's all still one thing. <laughs> I don't know it's what's funny going on. I was just shuffling the cards, and I got the tower. <laughs> it was in the back of the deck. <laughs> so what's what's the tower? What's the tower? The tower is sudden change, basically. It can be a good good change or a bad change. It um, sometimes it's the universe shaking somebody up or a situation up because they've been uh, they haven't made a choice, a decision that they need to about following their soul's path, their intuition. 
Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's um it's a good moment where you're kind of being rewarded, but it still changes things. So like you got that job you always wanted to, it came out of the blue, and suddenly you have to move to another country. But it's it's the dream job you wanted, and you're going to do it. But yeah. it's still, you know, so sudden changes like pregnancies can be changes. All those things can be changes, big changes. Um, a loss of a job, gaining a new job, all mm-hmm. of them. Uh, it just depends on the context of what else you're reading. So do you, um, you, you take clients, you take on clients, um, uh, for tarot, uh, where, where else is your, like your, your metaphysical and just being expanding? Where, where are you going? Uh, while I'm reading you. Well, um, t- well, you, you do tarot. Do you, I, I'm, I'm sure you dabble, right. you dabble in a lot of other, uh, Oh, um, <laughs> well, I'm actually also a, a white witch, but a, which I sort of found out <laughs> through the process of all this too. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But, uh, the thing with any, um, spell work or any of the sort is that it cannot be used against someone's free will. So when you're talking about black magic, a lot of black magic is, you know, subserving someone else's will. Mm-hmm. And that's, you can't do it. It's going against the universe's, and especially this planet, the free world planet. So you, you can't do that because then you're going to reap some kind of karma in the end, which is not good. Karma, karma is a real thing. Just think about the energy that you put out and the energy always has to be balanced. So it's interesting if you look at it again that way, that sometimes it's just the energy you put out. Now, karma could happen for some people late in life or whatnot, like the universe. But now we're in a cycle where everything is moving so quickly that karma is kind of boomeranging back very quickly. So I have to say, for anybody who's listening, watching out there, just make sure that you're writing, telling the truth and doing the thing. Don't be hindering anybody else or bullshit because it's going to come boomeranging back very quickly. And it's it's not pleasant because the universe has many ways of making things happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to the point where you're like, "Why is this happening to me?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. you know, sometimes some sometimes some things are tests. They have to teach you lessons. We are here to learn lessons, to to go through this, to um, to experience things, for the soul's lessons, to help each other. I mean, it is a whole. Uh, and the funny thing is, I'm not telling you anything that most uh, natives, you know, from other cultures didn't know already. Mm-hmm. It's all written down. And basically, the, most of the, you know, in stuff in the Bible is also written to a certain extent. A lot of it's been, you know, bastardized because mm-hmm. of control factors with people. But the basics of just being good to each other and nice to each other, treat people the way that you want to be treated, is basically the, the end all be all. Yeah. It's not really that complicated. Yeah, it's it not. really is not that complicated. And I think we learn it very we learn it very early on in life too. <laughs> we do, we do, but we don't always practice that. Yeah, exactly. We don't always practice it. Yes. Uh yeah. So it's just it's just kind of real basic stuff in that sense. Uh just being, you know, honest. And it, it's hard because, you know, you we grow up in a society and uh let's I mean, admit it, you know, living in this dimension can be very difficult with everything that goes on. But you know, it, it's up to us to change that. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing now. I mean, we're in the age of Aquarius now. This is like, you know, the start of the beginning of the shift of December 21st of 2020 was when Saturn and Jupiter moved into Aquarius. And more plants will be aligning in Aquarius this year. So we are moving into more about the people. Mm-hmm. So more of a, you know, um, bottom up than top down. And that's, it's going to take a while. Don't get me talking about happening on one moment. It's probably going to take a good decade to really be where we want to be. But you're going to start seeing shifts and changes, slowly but surely. Um, I'm, that's why I'm actually watching a lot of the technology right now, because it's, it's about having to implement new ideas mm-hmm. for the way we live, mm-hmm. uh, which makes a big-ass difference. So, um, so it's fascinating, because all the, we have the technologies to do what we need to do. Yeah. You know? It's whether or not so we're able to. It's kind of amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. what, quick question yeah. with ages, right? We're in the age of Aquarius. We just got into the age of Aquarius. How long do these ages last? 
when we um so i feel like i think they're usually relatively about two thousand years Mm -hmm. um the age of pisces was about two thousand years like sort of like uh you know with ad basically because now we're in 2020 so it's usually around two thousand years approximately you know give and take and you know pisces was the age more of uh top down deceit lies organizations hiding mysteries secrets which you can see all over the place Mm -hmm. And now it's like, and it was also at the time more about the patriarch, patriarchy. So it wasn't always about the patriarchy. We've been in this particular realm. It's, there hasn't been a balance. And doesn't, we are going more into the divine feminine to the, uh, but it's not that one is taking control of the other. It's having a balance of the two energies, the yin and yang. It's always been taught like, you know, these, these positive and negative energies need to be in balance with each other. You can't appreciate the light without the dark. Yeah. So, you know, and everyone has their shadow side, but you need to be able to integrate it into you to know what it is and how to go about it. It's the same thing with sex. When you're talking about sex, what, do whatever you want. If there's two consenting adults, mm-hmm. then do what the hell you want. You know, it should not be anybody else's business mm-hmm. about what the two of you or three of you, if all you are consenting <laughs> adults do. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So, yeah, that's how I kind of feel about that. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, man, it's always a it's always a classroom with you. I'm not gonna lie, and, and, good, and I love it. No, I'm, I'm I'm glad we 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 can get to this point. I mean, we we kind of, you know, superficially we meet because of work and stuff like that, and then little by little you gravitate towards certain people, and you just right. you know you enjoy their energy and stuff, and and. You're definitely one of them. I'm not going to lie. Like I, oh, thank like you. Thank you. We, are, we are about 45 minutes into the interview. We have yet to talk about sex and I fucking love it. We can talk about sex. We don't want to know about sex. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you want to tell me that I don't know already? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> let me, let, let's put it this way. As more for, and this is interesting about integrating, integrating your shadow side. I obviously very spiritual. I, I meditate. I'm very connected to the spiritual world. I do tarot readings um, and all that. But I also am a, a dirty, nasty pig when it comes to, to sex as well. <laughs> That's completely fine. <laughs> let me let me ask so, you a question. Being more connected to yourself and being more spiritual has that changed your sexual experiences? And how? Um, I, I, there was a point. When I started looking at some of the things I did, I was like, oh, is this good? Is this bad? Should I be doing this? It's like, ugh. And then I was like, wait, no. Because the universe also wants to experience everything. Like everything, this is the thing also about like, you know, we talk about the devil and whatnot. And I put that in quotation marks. Um, is that the universe has created all that. So the universe just wants to experience everything on every level. Like, it, so I was like, no, it's not just my shadow side. It's like, why can't I embrace it? No one's getting hurt. It's been mm-hmm. tempting adults. It's okay. And it took me a little while to get into that mindset because I was, oh, spiritual, I have to be this. I have to be Mother Teresa kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I'm like, no, I'm a human being. <laughs> yes, I need to, you know, to integrate this part into it. And so that was a big shift. Understanding that, that took me a, bit, a, a minute to like finally get into and sort of say, no, this is okay. This is totally okay. I wish I... I don't like preparing too much for these podcast interviews um, because I just like it to go anywhere. But fuck, man, every time I interview you, like the last time and just it's it's a lot. I love it. (laughs) I absolutely enjoy it. The next time the next time I interview, if you allow me to interview you again, I'd like to do it in person. I'd like to do like a tarot card or something. I just want to get into your world and just like, you know, we'll have a camera guy and just, you know. We'll get a, a good hours of, of, of your time just hanging out with you. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. You know, I, you know, I love you. I do. I, I love like, you too. I've always gravitated your energy and love it. So yeah. I can't, you know, always a always good, good time. <laughs> so, okay. So let's do your, let's do your plug. I want to, I want to know uh, if I was looking for Adam Rousseau, where am I going to find you? All right. You're going to find me on Twitter. Adam, uh, Adam Russo triple X, of course. Uh, you'll find me on Instagram for my tarot and acting for the most part. And of course, I'm like, you know, half naked pictures. But uh, I am Adam Keith. And then uh, for my OnlyFans, I'll be on Adam Russo, just Adam Russo. 
So OnlyFans Adam Rizzo. And then just for fans, Adam Rizzo Triple X. So not too difficult to figure out. People. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just Google me. I'm sure I'll pop up. Yeah, you do. I, I basically, <laughs> so there are times where I'll just Google, you know, um, let's say Adam Rousseau gay porn. Oh, one thing I do want to say uh-huh. is that a lot of people have been trying to use my images, not only mine, but other performers and other influencers uh, to make money that people contact me and be like, oh, give me money or I'm putting on a show or blah, blah. That's not me. Okay. Not me. I will never solicit you for anything. It is not me. Report that person. It is not me. Yeah. Yeah. Good <laughs> I've to had know. a time time. It's a lot of people trying to make money, uh, trying to deceive people and not just using not only my images, but other people's images as well. Jeez. So I just want to put that out there. Be wary, people. Be wary. Okay. okay. Creating fake grinder oh, accounts scammers. too? Do they do that? Yeah, okay. they do that. Grinder, like yeah, it's all over the place. I even had like straight woman contact me and said she literally had a face recognition. Me, she's like uh, someone's using your account uh, on a on a straight dating uh, straight app. I love it. She's like, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, sweetheart, please report that. She said, did I you, said you get a Tinder? Where were you? We were supposed to go on a date, <laughs> you know? exactly. and you're like, what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, like geez. if it's me, and if if, it, if it's me, but like, you'll notice because I usually my Instagram and Twitter are pretty high in followers, but. If it is me and I'm start, you start a new app and you're not, I will direct you to my Twitter or something that has a lot of followers and then DM you. Like, trust me, I don't solicit people to begin with for anything. I don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I want to. Bad yeah. karma. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, really bad karma. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to put it out there because I don't like people getting scammed. Okay. Especially when people are using my image. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Adam Russo, thank you very, very much for yet again, uh, uh, being on the podcast and speaking to me and just sharing all of you uh, with listeners and with me. I absolutely appreciate well, it. Well, absolutely. I really enjoy it. And thank you all for, well, listening yeah. <laughs> to what I have to say. Yeah, and they do. I and contact it. him, contact him, let him know, because, you know, this is another side of him. You, I love, oh, yeah. I, well, I love Adam Russo's shirtless pictures too. and his, yeah. his sex scenes just as much as you do, but I enjoy the other aspects of Adam Russo too. <laughs> so yeah let him know yeah, I, and if you're on youtube too if you're on youtube just put adam keith in there and i'll pop up for my reading you guys have been listening to demystifying gay porn uh our guest this week has been adam russo welcome to the uh, uh biden administration welcome to hopefully something new happening uh less crazy but you never know uh but uh, if you like what you're listening to, please don't forget to click the subscribe button, click the like button, click the notification, all of that fun stuff. We're on every single podcast directory uh, and we'll have some fun. So uh, again, Adam Russo, thank you very, very much for being on the show. You're uh, so welcome. Thank you for loads and loads and loads and loads <laughs> of good times to all the listeners. And and uh, yeah. That's uh, that's about it. You've been listening to Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is I.K. Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. Cheers. <laughs>